Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It's 22 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Professor Scott Lucas, Professor of International Politics at the University of Birmingham, joining us from the UK. So prosecutors in New York are working to coordinate Donald Trump's surrender to court officials after he became the first former US president to be charged with a crime. Trump has been indicted on charges on charges related to a 2016 hush money payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels. To explain what this means, Professor Scott Lucas now joining us on the line. Prof, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So the last time we had this conversation, Donald Trump has called on people to take to the streets um, in protest of um, expected decision of his indictment. And now that the indictment has been served and we're told that it's sealed though, um, do you think that we could see more people taking to the streets because of this decision? I may be speaking out of hope rather than as an analyst, but I don't think we're going to see uh, the large crowds uh, responding to Trump's call, flooding the streets, demanding that he uh, the legal case be dropped. I don't think we're going to see the, the violent armed protest like we saw when Trump incited violence uh, with the attack on the U.S. Capitol in January 2021. What we are already seeing, however, is the attempt by Trump and his allies to flood the media, not just their own pet media, but to get onto mainstream outlets and use what I call gaslighting. And what gaslighting is, is to avoid talking about the facts of the case, indeed to avoid going through the legal process, but trying to undermine it by bullying, insulting uh, others, whether it be the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, whether it be prosecutors, whether it be the grand jury itself, or whether it be the entire US legal system. So in other words, I don't think the threat is the type of threat that we saw in January 2021 with the attack on the Capitol. It's more of the attack on the U.S. system itself trying to break it so Trump never faces accountability over these alleged crimes. Then the argument, of course, that he makes is that this is a witch hunt. And I see that Senator Ted Cruz, a Texan Republican, um, said that... uh, this is completely unprecedented, a, a catastrophic escalation in the weaponization of the judicial system and the justice system of, of, of the U.S. What does this then mean, considering also that the Republicans will be going through their primaries? Do you think that they could use this and say that Trump is a victim of the criminal justice system of the country or the judicial system of the country, and therefore we should throw our weight behind him? Well, of course, this is what I mean by gaslighting. And that is when you use the term witch hunt, let me tell you what it really means. Witch hunt is not Donald Trump being a victim. It's the victims, you know, the the thousands, the hundreds of thousands, indeed, in the United States who lost their jobs, who lost their livelihoods, who lost education, who sometimes went to prison uh, because it was declared that they were communist. Uh, Let me... Hi, Prof. Are you still there? Oh, shucks. Okay, that call dropped there. Um, that is Professor Scott Lucas. We're going to see if we can quickly dial him back. We're speaking to him via Skype. He's joining us um, from the UK. What's your predictions of how this would play out? Uh, the primaries of the Republicans? And then, of course, um, if Donald Trump does meet the threshold and he decides to run as or continues to run for the presidency seat in the US, of course, this will be second time. Okay, let's try again. Um, Professor Scott Lucas, you're still explaining the issue around um, the gaslighting 
Yeah. So, you know, gaslighting. Let me tell you what political prosecution is. Political prosecution of witch hunts were the, you know, the hundreds of thousands of Americans who lost jobs, livelihoods, education in the 1950s because they were accused of having communist sympathies. Or let me tell you political prosecution of those who were black Americans or other minorities who were discriminated against. That's what political prosecutions are. What you're talking about here is, is a legal process which has followed the requirements of the U.S. system. Evidence has been collected, not just about Donald Trump uh, trying to uh, pay off Stormy Daniels weeks before a U.S. election, so she didn't reveal their sexual encounters. It is going to probably also felony counts related to his business and tax practices at the Trump Organization. Now, that case has not been embarked upon lightly. There have been years of going through Trump's business and tax records. And the fact is, is that it is a grand jury. It's not Democrats. It's not radical lefties. It's a grand jury of Donald Trump's peers, American citizens, who decided that, yes, the evidence is sufficient to proceed to trial. So that's what the focus should be on is the legal facts in the legal system. People like Ted Cruz, who you mentioned, the senator, people like Mike Pence, Trump's former vice president, Ron DeSantis, who's running for president in 2024, when they say that this is an outrage or a political prosecution, they are trying to tear down the US legal system on behalf of Donald Trump. Probably not because they like Trump, but because they fear that they will lose Trump voters as they pursue their own political careers. And then the final one is looking at the state of uh, the economy, though, of, 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 of the U.S. I wonder, though, considering the high interest rates as well as um, the increasing inflation rate as well in the U.S., whether where the country stands currently, because sometimes the electorate um, also places legitimacy on a political party that is in governance based on the outcomes of the economic policies and how they affect them personally. Would they say and argue that perhaps let's give Trump another chance? Well, I'll just give you the facts as it stands right now in terms of the U.S. Uh, situation. The first is, is that inflation has come down for eight months in a row. Now, inflation has been a problem for countries around the world. Uh, that includes South Africa. It has been a problem in the U.S., but the economy in the U.S. has turned out to be in a fairly, fairly robust, given all the shocks that have taken place. Uh, there are questions about rising interest rates uh, and about the Fed, a Federal Reserve, especially given some problems with individual banks. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But this is a Biden administration which has passed a historic measure in terms of coronavirus support measures, infrastructure measures. Uh, the modified Build Back Better program for climate change initiatives, a green economy for healthcare initiatives, student loan initiatives. It's probably the administration which has accomplished the most since the 1960s in terms of domestic legislation. The question is, can you get through the white noise, including the white noise around Donald Trump, so that Americans actually are dealing with what is occurring with the real issues that affects them, or do they get distracted and therefore sort of ride off into voting for the latest person who can perform the, uh, the snake oil act. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Professor Scott Lucas is a professor of international politics at the University of Birmingham, joining us from the United Kingdom. It's half past three time for the news headlines.